You're listening to Passioners Podcast with Norbert Pustai. It's all about meaning, mission, and passion. Hey everyone, today is a really special episode because Nora Kamenitsky, author and positive psychologist, will not only share her career path, but only some insight of um, positive psychology with some practical tips and guidance how to find meaning, mission and passion. Hi Nora. Hi Norbert, thank you for the invitation. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for accepting it. And um, so the first question is, what is your career story and why have you decided to become a psychologist? Uh, well, I, I consider myself quite lucky because I, I had great mentors at that time when I had to make my first decision about, uh, about career. And uh, I remember that my mother gave me a book uh, a child psychology book, and uh, she told me that she was really interested in psychology uh, when she was preparing to be a teacher, and uh, that maybe I should read this book, and uh, maybe this could be interesting for me as well. And yeah, I, I read the, that book, and uh, I realized that this is an interesting uh, topic for me, and um, uh, since then, uh, I, I started to uh, prepare consciously uh, to be a psychologist. And later, on, on the, at the university, I also realized that uh, the, the career I pictured is uh, not as easy as I thought. I think a lot of people uh, has the same experience that university is, uh, is usually a, an exciting time. In, in that sense, and um, and I had to gain experience somehow, uh, but it's also difficult to get a job if you don't have any experience, and uh, and you won't uh, get experience if you don't have a job. So that's a vicious circle. And um, and what I did is, uh, I, I think a lot of psychology students do the same, that I started to work as a volunteer. And uh, I also started to gain um, professional experience as a trainee at a company uh, at Human Resource. So I, I started to collect different kind of experiences, job experiences. And, um, and when I was a graduate student, I, I was very lucky because I, I got a job quite uh, quickly, a full-time job as a career consultant at a university. And uh, this was my first real psychology-themed psychology, um, job. And, um, and at, this, um, at this place, I learned a lot. And I also um, realized that I really like to uh, develop, uh, deliver trainings for students, so I'm, I'm not just interested in individual counseling, but also group counseling as well. And uh, and this experience led me to to the to that career that I started to work as a trainer later. Uh, I worked for a training company, an organizational development company, and uh, and then I went back to the university uh, after a few years. And uh, I became uh, 
the leader of a small psychology uh, team uh, consists of uh, psychologists and trainers and uh, I really enjoyed this this job as well uh, my my mission there was to to build um, a mental health system for the university students so it was also really complex uh, work um, and I could also uh, deliver trainings also deliver counseling work but um, but it was also a uh, uh, a development project as well. And what I learned from my, my career path uh, is that even, uh, so each each work experience I gained, uh, each one was really important because it helped me to decide what I want and what I don't want. So I really recommend everyone, uh, also for my students uh, at career career counseling sessions, I, I usually tell them that they should uh, have some kind of work experience as, as soon as possible and this will be uh, the experience that they can rely on and they can decide uh, what kind of career they want to build. Thank you for this tip. What is your current role and what motivates you in it? Well, currently I'm on maternity leave, uh, so this is a very new, exciting um, um, part of my life, a new chapter. Uh, and I, I used to work at the university, uh, and hopefully I will be able to uh, work with students and uh, to follow my mission uh, later as well. I would say that my mission is uh, to help people reach their best self, and uh, I'm also I also work as a freelance trainer and a freelance consultant. So hopefully, uh, in the future, I can follow this. And uh, what motivates me? Yes. Um, yes. This uh, this is also an interesting question because I think what really motivates me is that uh, I'm I'm. I'm simply very, very interested in psychology, and uh, I also try to develop myself each day. So, what I teach and what I, I try to, uh, when I try to help other people, uh, I, I just try to tell those things to them that I also feel that is useful and practical, and and um, I believe that we we can all develop. Uh, a lot if we if we consciously uh, try to to develop ourselves. So this is what motivates me. And also with students, I I really uh, I, I'm very much interested in this age group because I think many many decisions are made uh, during this time. Uh, the first decision about career, uh, first uh, serious relationships. Uh, you start to uh, be an individual and um, and create your own family and your own lifestyle. So many many decisions, and that's why I think it is also a really vulnerable age. And uh, I'm happy to be. Uh, I, I'm happy to support students uh, in during this time because I think they have a lot to do. <laughs> so so th th that's what motivates me.
Thank you. So you, you worked in different positions and that helped you to have the decision that uh, what you like and what you don't like and, and having that uh, professional li life now. And, uh, but also, is it important to have uh, a conscious uh, decision about and, and articulate what is your mission? So you have uh, a personal mission statement? I think, uh, I think it is important to think about our career regularly and uh, also evaluate what has happened in the past, what kind of experiences uh, we already have and what we would like to be in the future. And from time to time it is worth to, to just sit down and, and think about this. And it is not just about the job or the position, but also about the lifestyle we want to live later. Because uh, we can ask ourselves whether this uh, position helps us to live the lifestyle we want to live later, or maybe not. And if not, then what can we do? Uh, what can we change? Uh, but also a personal mission statement is, uh, is I think it's a great uh, tool. It's kind of a mantra you can tell yourself. Uh, it should be the essence of, uh, of the vision you want to reach and, uh, and something that is stable so it won't change from one day to another. Uh, of course it can change uh, after years but it should be quite stable and uh, and this essence this uh, this personal mission statement is uh, uh i think it it is just uh, simply great to to help you make decisions so it can make it easy for you to say no to something that you see that it won't help you uh, reach this mission or this vision uh and say yes to those opportunities that that are good for yourself, so it make it it helps you make decisions on, in the right way. Thank you. It's a good guidance. What is positive psychology, and how can it help people to find their passion? Uh, positive psychology is a relatively new uh, research area within psychology, and uh, because the traditional psychology uh, is focusing on on the past experiences and uh, its aim is to uh, to cure mental illnesses and to help people get through difficult situations. Um, on the other hand, uh, positive psychology is more uh, present and future focused and its aim is to develop, to help people develop. And um, as, as a positive psychologist, we, we usually say that simply the, uh, the, the lack of a problem doesn't mean that you are healthy and happy. And I think a lot of people do experience this in their own life, that even if you have a, a relatively good job, a nice lifestyle, a supportive family or friends, there might be days or even weeks when you don't really feel satisfied and uh, you don't feel that, okay, this is, this is really uh, a good day. Uh, so positive psychology tries to, to map all those factors that will help you to be happier and, 
and flourishing. And this is the the word for for uh, positive psychology for uh, the thriving personality. Um, so this is the aim of, of positive psychology to to see to to understand what keeps people healthy and and happy. And how can it help people to find the mission? Um, mission is uh, is also uh, um, one of the um, most important things when it comes to uh, positive psychology. Uh, but we call it not really mission, but meaning, uh, or at least the literature calls it meaning more often. And uh, also Seligman, who is uh, one of the founders of positive psychology, he, uh, in his happiness theory, uh, he states that uh, meaning is one of the key elements, five key elements um, of of being happy. So it is really worth to to think about what is what makes your life meaningful. Uh, but who I want to quote is uh, is Viktor Frankl, who is uh, also a psychotherapist, uh, and um, he wrote uh, a book about this whole topic and even uh, created a whole um, new uh, psychology trend called logotherapy. Uh, the book is called Man's Search for Meaning and I really recommend uh, to read that if, uh, if uh, the listeners haven't read it yet uh, because it is based on Frankl's uh, personal experiences as a Holocaust survivor which makes the whole book really uh, uh, an interesting read, uh, and he also um, develops a, a theory about m about meaning. And what he states, uh, just to make it really simple, is that uh, you can discover meaning in different things. So if you, you can find meaning in work or different tasks or activities, but you can also find meaning in loving uh, relationships and even in in difficult, really difficult situations, like as he did as a Holocaust survivor. So that meaning is quite complex. It can be found in different areas of our life. And there's also another uh, theory that uh, is that comes from social psychology. Um, it is called self-complexity theory. It says that. Um, if you have different roles in your life, so you are not just a, an employee, but also a wife or a husband or a, a child or a parent and so on, a friend. So as many roles as you, you have in your, in your life, these roles can support you. So if one of the roles uh, is not working well, such as you, you lose your job, for example, then you still have a lot of other areas of your life that can support you. And uh, that's why it is important to find, I think it's important to find meaning not just in one thing, or not, or don't build your meaningfulness on one, one area of your life, but uh, on several things. And this can make you uh, a much stable, uh, a much more stable personality, I think. 
Wow, thank you. That was a really detailed answer about uh, mission and, and purpose. And what about uh, passion? So how can um, positive psychology help to find passion? Do you have any uh, tips or, or advice on it? Um, firstly, uh, maybe not from uh, positive psychology, but my personal experience is what I uh, told you at the beginning is uh, to to gain as much experience as possible. And uh, you will see from these experiences, from these work experiences, that uh, what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And I, I think you can read many books or you can go to a counselor or do any, any other kind of things. But if you don't have uh, the experience about... The, the actual work, then it will be still very difficult to find your passion. And what I also uh, you, I usually do when someone comes to me uh, for a counseling and and asks me how can I find the passion in my life, I tend to uh, suggest an exercise. Uh, it is called uh, uh, pattern identification exercise. Uh, it means that I ask the client about his or her uh, ver current work experience and uh, what is what what are the things he enjoys in doing this job because even if you you hate your job uh, there must be a few elements you like to do and we try to collect these we try to co uh, focus on these things. And we also move on to the past experiences and we try to collect uh, everything uh, that was enjoyable for this client. And, uh, and later we move on to the hobby, to hobbies because hobbies are usually a really good indicator uh, of, your, of what things are you passionate about. And... Um, and when we have a, a, a lot of activities, we mapped uh, many activities, we try to uh, find the, the why behind them. So why are you, why, why do you enjoy doing that? Why do you enjoy driving? Why do you enjoy, I don't know, playing tennis? And uh, the answers can differ from person to person. So for example, for one person, playing tennis can mean that uh, it is a kind of a competition for him, or uh, it is a social activity for someone else. But we try to to find the root. What what is uh, what what makes this uh, activity enjoyable? And uh, we also, when we have uh, uh, several answers, we try to figure out what is the pattern. So what are the reoccurring answers? And uh, for some people, it might be that uh, freedom is really important for them or a sense of control is really important or competition. And then we can build a career or build a, a map of those things that are important and see what kind of profession could be suitable for these things. So I, I would recommend to do this exercise, even if you are alone, I think you can do it. Uh, it's even better if there's a counselor who can guide you through this, but uh, it can be made individually as well. 
So basically, if you find these activities, you don't have to have them all in one career, in one profession, in one job. So you can find activities also outside of your, your job. Yes, I think it's also important that uh, you can find passion in non-work-related things. Uh, for example, if you if you start to do a volunteer work, or if you just renew an old hobby, because what I my experience is that uh, people around uh, the age of uh, so young adult age, uh, when they enter university, they they tend to uh, forget their hobbies, or not forget, but somehow hobbies don't uh, exist anymore in their life. And uh, it is also a great thing if you can renew or uh, uh, go back to an old old hobby, and um, and also you can find meaning, as as Frankl said, in uh, in relationships, so that you are nurturing. Uh, relationships or find new relationships or build new relationships. Uh, so there are a lot of ways you can um, you can try to take some meaning or mission back into your life. Is it important to find activities we do with passion or can be in flow by doing any kind of activities like a Japanese man who cleans the lamp covers at the train station and by polishing them, the word completely doesn't exist for him. He's completely in flow. Um, yes, uh, well, according to uh, Csikszentmihalyi, who was the theorist of uh, flow, uh, it, it, is, it doesn't matter what you do, you can always feel flow. Uh, it is just a question whether you put energy into it or not. Uh, because you can also make a really boring exercise or a task uh, fun if you if you think about it a little bit. So uh, what I did is uh, that I don't really like answering emails, but uh, you can... Uh, I made it fun because I, I set up that, okay, in one hour, how many emails can I answer? And at that moment, it, it became a competition for me, so I could beat my record. Uh, so this is how flow works, that you, you try, to, um, try to make it, uh, it fun and also um, a challenge for yourself. Uh, but it's also really important to, to feel flow because it, it is also one of the key elements, Sal Seligman said, uh, to uh, feel happy. So it is it worth to, to think about what makes you feel, uh, feel in flow. And uh, if you think about the activities you, day, you do day by day, you may... Uh, you may notice that there are a few things you, you particularly enjoy doing when you when time flies you don't feel uh, the, the time and you you even forget to eat or to I don't know drink water or, or stuff like that so these activities uh, it, it means that you might have been in flow during these activities and if you can um, 
um, increase uh, the, these activities in your job, then it will make you feel much better and more satisfied with your with your job. Was it the question you uh, asked? Yes. Did I? And uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. And uh, so this is flourishing. Yes. When you when you do more and more uh, activities you like and you you feel flow, but <laughs> it's an important message. You have to do something. So if you just sit and watch the TV, most probably it won't happen. And uh, my my personal question is that how you do you find your your um, your flow and uh, in your career? Uh, for me, uh, I, I think I'm I'm very lucky because uh, a lot of things I'm I do uh, can make me feel flow. Uh, for example, when I'm preparing for a training, uh, that can be a flow uh, flow experience for me. I also really enjoy writing, and uh, that's also uh, so. When you when you feel flow first, you might struggle with it for, for a few, I don't know, seconds or or minutes. Uh, so you need a little time to um, to feel this this experience. So be patient if if some, if it is not happening from uh, one minute to another. But for me, writing and and uh, delivering a training as well. If if the group is great and uh, I I really can feel uh, a flow experience and I forget time, which is not sometimes not useful, uh, especially when you are uh, delivering a training and you have to check the time regularly. So uh, a lot of elements of my work are. That they make me feel flow. Thank you for sharing your personal experience. What do you recommend to those people who work as employees and don't see the meaning of their jobs? So should they quit or look at their jobs from different views or building patchwork careers? Mm, I would be. Uh, I would like to be very cautious. Uh, about my answer here, because I think each each case is different, so it is difficult to give a, a, a good advice. Um, but I think if you if you feel that you don't really um, see the meaning of your work, first I would recommend you to to think about what what has happened. Have you ever felt? Uh, meaning uh, in in your work, or or is a, or uh, or never, because if something changed, then uh, then think about what has changed. So maybe you can change it back. Maybe you can talk to your um, supervisor or your boss about how you feel, and maybe you can figure out how, what to change. And. Uh, as we were talking about this earlier, uh, you can also take small steps, uh, and maybe not with your current job, but uh, outside your job, so with non-work related things. And uh, these can be small things that you start to do some voluntary work, and that's always, I think, a good option. Uh, but if you if you still feel that nothing nothing changes, 
then I think it is important to seek help. Uh, so you can always uh, ask for a little guidance from a coach or from a psychologist, and maybe together you can uh, you can figure out what what went wrong and how you can solve uh, this. And uh, and I will also recommend to do the pattern identification exercise. We were talking about it earlier. Uh, because that that can also reveal a few answers for you that uh, what what is meaningful or wh what would you see as a, as a passionate um, activity for yourself. Thank you for sharing it. So, from my case, I also like to follow uh, people uh, from my profession, from my field, and and. Um, with stories, I can also get inspired and, and it can lead their story um, to a new um, way and, and to a new new field. And um, that helped me a lot uh, to have like role models in my life, or mentors. Uh, why have you felt the importance to write a book and how can your book help the readers? Um. First, uh, I, as, a, as a trainer, I always struggle with, uh, uh, with the problem that we, we meet with uh, our participants just for a few days or maybe just for a few hours. And uh, on a skill development training, uh, time is crucial that you, you have enough time to, uh, to make things uh, a routine. And, uh, and to practice a new skill. And, um, and I thought that maybe uh, it would be great to lengthen this, uh, this effect of the training. Uh, but I had no tools for that. Uh, and I also, uh, that this, this is another thing that I, uh, I worked for a publishing house earlier during my university studies. Uh, also an experience I never thought that it could be useful later. And, um, and I, I realized that there's no, uh, no books on market that could help you to find your own answers. So there are many, many self-help books, but these books are usually about somebody's uh, best practices or about research, which is also difficult to be translated to your own our own life. So these two things uh, came together and I, I wanted to make a journal, a self-awareness journal. I would say that this, this is a self-awareness journal. And uh, what I think is great in, in this book is that uh, I'm not saying anything about what to do or how to do that, but uh, the questions, the, the exercises help you guide uh, you uh, and find your your answers, your own answers for your for your difficulties or or just uh, to develop yourself. And uh, there's also some time management and goal setting uh, exercises in it. So this is basically a simple diary format, but uh, you can use it as a, as a diary and you can write your appointments in it or anything you, you want to, uh, to note. But 
but it is also there, there's some extra in it uh, because there are these self-awareness exercises and and goal setting and planning exercises which is really helpful i think and uh, for a whole year it can support uh, the person who owns it so this was uh, the reason why i I wrote this diary. Congrats on your book. I think it's an amazing thing that you wrote uh, this book uh, last year. Well, or, yeah, last year, and and um, it's it's a big help for for people. I like the also the format. Uh, you lead a university career office. Why and what are your mo three most important advice you would give to young adults? And the first thing is to get experience, get work experience as soon as possible. And to, uh, even if you, you you can't get a job, do some volunteer work and try to do different things. So to experiment with, with, the, with different job opportunities. So the second is that there to change if you if you feel that okay this is not what I I want to do then don't feel bad about uh, leaving the company because I I have the experience that young people um, they, they try to be loyal uh, even after just a few months they don't um, they, they it, it is difficult for them to quit. Uh, but this is the time when you can do it. So uh, if you are not satisfied, then just uh, try something else and you will see uh, if, it, if something else is, uh, works for you. And maybe the third thing is to, uh, to be social, to, to join uh, societies or, um, or places where you can develop yourself, where you can be... Uh, connected to others uh, from your profession and if you have any uh, possibility then go abroad and get experience there as well and make friends because that can also be a life-changing experience I think. Thank you very much Nora, that was the last question and uh, this episode was really special as I said before because I really really believe in the power of storytelling so I shared and talked to so many people uh, who are passionate about their jobs and, and um, so stories they have a huge influence on our lives, it can be even negative or positive but that was the first time when we get really uh, useful tips and advice uh, from a professional uh, positive psychologist and author so thank you very much sharing for this and I, I will use these techniques uh, in my uh, life so thank you again to accepting my invitation thank you very much for inviting me it was a pleasure for me thanks thank you bye bye